113. Consider Tesha B'Av, the ninth day of the month of Av. This is the anniversary of the destruction of the temples in Yushalayim and of the exile of the Jewish people. Without doubt, it's the saddest day of the year. We mourn the destruction of our people and of our land. Ghastly atrocities came against us. We were all but destroyed by their ferocity. Yet, we see in the lessons of Tisha B'Av that our enemies are but feathers in his hand, and it is we who bring on these disasters by turning from his way and fighting among ourselves. Why do Arabs throw stones at Jews? Do we do something to bring this upon ourselves, or are we merely innocent victims? Recently in Israel, Jews argued with such intensity that some began to throw stones and bottles at each other. Holy synagogues were set on fire and Jews fought in the street with great intensity. Religious Jews banded together to try to prevent the desecration of the Shabbos and what the newspapers called the Sabbath Wars. Jewish police charged on horseback, swinging clubs, bloodying gray-bearded men whose only crime was to be standing on the sidewalk killing Shabbos, Shabbos. It was a ghastly mess. What stopped these riots? All of a sudden, thousands of Arabs began throwing stones and bottles at Jews. The Jews had to stop to foil this common enemy. The story of Tisha B'Av is not that we have enemies. We know that we have enemies. But Tisha B'Av teaches us that we are defeated only when we fight among ourselves. When we cease fighting amongst ourselves, we bring peace to ourselves and to the world. Loving each other removes our enemies and fills our houses with joy. But Tisha B'Av is much more than mourning. It is also the birthday of the Mashiach. Out of the depths of sorrow, from the deepest pit, we turn upward toward hope. As our prayers are answered and the redemption is born, we look again towards life life that will free all mankind from the evils of destruction. What has come we have brought upon ourselves, and what will come we will bring upon ourselves. Soon this sad day will become a major holiday of joy. We will feast and drink and dance and sing. Joy unlimited will flow from our cities and fields. We will sing, Thou hast turned our mourning into dancing. Sorrow, even its remembrance, will be gone forever. It will be a new life, a life of revealed holiness. We will look back curiously at the strange time when we actually mourned on such a festive day. The immense crowd at the hotel sitting on the ground resembles campers coming around the campfire listening to stories of a long time ago. History must be remembered and mourned, but as we anticipate the imminent redemption, the day seems to be taking on an almost festive nature. We are so close now, one more step. For such a long time we were exiled from the Holy Land. Now, after 2,000 years, we have returned. First the shore, Tel Aviv, then the approach to Yushalayim itself. Now, at last, we can actually pray at the Kotel. We have come this far and need only one last step, the one mitzvah that will put us over the Kotel onto the Temple Mount itself. We feel as if at any second someone will do the smallest mitzvah that will start the shofar blowing, and we will see our holy temple come down from above and fill the void its passing created. Knowing it is so close, feeling in our souls that it is eminent, 
Tisha B'Av cannot be as sorrowful as before. The bride is getting dressed, the meal is being prepared, the groom is stretching forth his arms towards his fulfillment, and the angels on high are gathering to witness the supernal joy that God will allow us as he laughs and sings at the happy completion of his creation. The crown of time, the fruit of earth, peace.